Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for Spirit Tribal and Magic the Gathering on this edition, my birthday edition. I have a special guest in the house. We're discussing Crimson Vow and Historic. Also, Secret Lair MSCHF, more like WTF, and then finally the shout out section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the cream of the cream. Are you excited? Because I know I am. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing? Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or I shouldn't quit my day job? And then finally, mtgectoplasm.com, where I put the latest and greatest episodes. And if you want to donate or sponsor an episode just like this one, you can do that there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I do each and every single week, I have two favors to ask of you. Wherever you're listening to this podcast around this world, the thousands and thousands of you do me a favor there's a follow like subscribe button hit that bad boy for me all right because you know what we want to share this spirit content it needs to go out to the spirit squad the spirit family let everyone know your your joy your love your enthusiasm of spirits now i have three new countries that are joining the spirit squad at bolivia Thank you, you people in South America, Belgium. Thank you once again, Europeans. And then once again, El Salvador. Thank you guys for listening. Muchísimas gracias. I appreciate it. Now, like I said, please share this podcast with everyone. Now, now is the time. Did we get into segment number one? This gentleman has been with me multiple times. He's been on the show. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's the one, the only. I like to call him Mr. Exotic himself, Peter Valco. Welcome to the show, Peter. Well, you really need to warn me before you start labeling me with nicknames like that. I don't know if I could live up to that. Also, you're going to be wearing a double extra, extra large after a couple days. It's Thanksgiving soon, isn't it? Happy holidays. Oh, happy holidays to you, sir. Yeah, I will probably be wearing a triple X probably after this uh, this weekend. Yeah, there, go, there goes Dwight being stretchered out of the building. Yeah. Ain't too much. Hey, I love gravy. I love great, sir. Uh, we we did a little blood work. Um, your blood's not moving. You you <laughs> how much gravy do you consume? Oh, well, see, I'm not worried about it. I'll, I'll just, thank God I have a good doctor who will prescribe me Lipitor. Beautiful. So anyway, Dwight, happy to be here. Excited. Um, Crimson vows here. Uh, it's been a really really fun set. I've had just a wide range of fun with it, and I'm still you know exploring a lot of it, and I'm happy and. Really excited to be here and talk about that and other stuff with you today. Awesome. Thank you very much, Peter. I do appreciate it because this is our Thanksgiving. For me, it's my birthday edition because today, November 24th, is my birthday. I was born. My mom decided to release me from her, you know, her uterus and say, hey, welcome to the world, Dwight. So, Peter. You need to to never refer to your birth like that ever again. (laughs) But can be released from a uterus. 
Okay. <laughs> so now, Peter, I got some questions for you. Are you ready? Dwight, lay it on me. Let's hear what we got. Okay. Um, what is your overall thoughts of Crimson Vow? Dwight, I got one word for you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. They started out with Midnight Hunt. Um, that was really, really good. Really great. We got a couple spirits there, left us hungry for some more, and Crimson Vow did not disappoint. Okay. As well as the whole set, just uh, spirits aside, even the whole set is amazing. I love the set. It's really, really good. And it really is like, I can't say that there's been sets recently that I've hated. And, but there's just these certain sets that really pop out to me. And mm-hmm. this is definitely one of them. Innistrad is always a special set. Um, comes out around Halloween. This time it's stretched out a little bit. And, you know, we've seen some cool things. So, yeah, I, thumbs up for me. I agree with you. I, I love Innistrad. It's probably one of my favorite uh, planes to planes walk to. Uh, you know, like you said, Midnight Hunt left us. I'm sorry, Midnight Hunt left me wanting in Crimson Vow. Uh, scratch the itch. Of course, there's more that I could want, especially as a spirit player. But, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. Watsy did a good job. I, I really like what they did there. Now, Absolutely. Overall, were there any cards that made a difference in historic? All right, so here's where the rough analytics come in. So I've been playing a lot of Crimson Vow historic, mm-hmm. uh, both traditional and best of one. Now, I looked over the whole spoiler of cards, and I would say, honestly, that about, and this is very unusual for a set, in, at least in my opinion, that 20 to 30% of the set has at least very least the potential for playing historic or I have seen it played in historic. Okay. Now that 20, 30%, I roughly about 56 cards from the set out of 277. So that's like a fifth. Okay. So there's a lot of, uh, to rattle off a few right now, um, Chandra dressed to kill. I've seen that all over the place. Red, red, green teamer. Um, it's really, really good. Uh, low to the ground, does a lot, gives you card advantage, mana, pings it for damage, and it has a hell of an emblem. Love it. Um, the uh, cemetery cards, Prowler, Gatekeeper, Illuminator, uh, Protector, all short of Desecrator I've seen played. Uh, Holebreaker Horror, let's talk about that too. That I've seen all over the place. It's made a splash in the format. It's a monster and limited. Um, I could go on, but, you know, that would take forever. So you know, it's a great set. There's a lot of great cards in it, and I've seen a lot of them played. Awesome. Now, are there any decks in Historic that dramatically improved after the release of Midnight Hunt? So here's, the, here's where it starts to get a little bit complicated. And, again, this is all my opinion, my experience. Yeah, I don't know what you guys have been um, dealing with out there. Yeah, I could look at the meta page, but that's and I I do, but this is all based on what I've been playing against. Now, historic is a very how do I put this? Um, it's a very fluid body right now. Mm-hmm. There are certainly archetypes, but there are many different styles of those archetypes, and there's a lot of fringe decks out there. Right. Uh, is it is the home to several different archetypes, uh, the Delirium Delver, the Arclight, the Control, uh, is it Dragons? Um, 
Soul Tide Ultimatum has the Yorion and the 60 card shell, which I I got a couple cards from uh, Crimson Vow in there. Um, the Holebreaker Horror I definitely slammed in there. So there are, you know, it's it's very hard to pin that down. The classic decks I'd say didn't get really any upgrades. Okay. Mono White, Mono White I think got um a couple things, but. And then, uh, but sacrifice and nothing really notably new for control. I mean, that wash away or that other counter spell that costs one if you counter something that's not from their hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wash away, yeah, wash away. That that been seeing playing some uh, control shells, but again, you know, it's a very it's very hard to pin down. Like, there's many more decks than there used to be on historic and. It's a very unique format, whereas, like, you go into a modern league or a legacy league, you know, you have a chart of what things you're going to expect to see. And that chart is usually something you can go by. Historic's a different story. Right. Well, like, I just went and looked at that mono white life gain deck, and it's kind of funny. Like, uh, you know how you were mentioning, oh, there were a couple cards, you know, uh, Voice of the Blessed, which is actually a spirit card. Uh uh to white you know that that that's an amazing card it's like a uh if i think it fits perfectly in that deck or a soul sisters deck so you know oh absolutely there there are a lot of specific homes that are found here zombies has become quite popular and that got a hell of an upgrade with uh crimson vow uh werewolves humans uh I've been I brought Velamachus back in the style, Alchemist wow. Gambit and all the Chance of Glory stuff. That's been a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that's cool. Like they you know, I love the fact I love open formats. Formats that are just making it easier for people to come in, uh, you know, pick their flavor or their style, technique, and just get out there and start playing. You know, exactly. And have a decent chance of winning with your style. Now and, and you know what? That's the thing. It, like I said, it's not something you see in formats shy of Commander, but that we're not—we don't count that really. It, a lot of formats, you know, you see a lot of the same deck over and over again on Arena. You know, you're you're probably going to run into Mono White and Burn or Sacrifice a lot, but you're also going to run into—you you, know—you have the higher percentage of running into some fringe decks, some things you've never seen before. I hear you. I agree with you. Uh, my next question is, were there any spirits in this last set that really you could sit there and say stood out to you? That is a definite yes. Okay. There I'm very curious. So, so I've got the whole list in front of me now, and I'll actually, while I'm doing that, I'll open up Arena and pull up my spirits list because I actually just edited that uh, last night. Now, I'm going to start with Faithbound Judge. I was a sleeper on this card originally i didn't really pay attention to it just because i usually i don't know when i see mythics with defender and things like that i usually am just like eh, whatever but this is a very interesting spirit it's a three drop four four body it has defender flying and vigilance it gets counters and when it has enough counters it can attack as though it didn't have defender so that's great that's to wait a little bit but it's a blocker but the real thing is is that you want to block for it to die so you can get Sinner's Judgment, which now is an alternate win con for spirits. Mm. Sinner's win. 
Sinner's Judgment being uh, enchant player at the beginning of your upkeep, put a judgment counter on Sinner's Judgment. If there are three or more sin, uh, judgment counters on it, enchanted player loses the game. So that that's really cool. I love that. Um, definitely something I did not expect. Cemetery Illuminator. Um, uh, what's the the changeling? Um, oh, uh, Nick, uh, no, not uh, I know who you who you're talking about. Uh, three drop that you can play cards on the top of your library. I'm yep. blanking on the yep. right now, but the cool kind of version of that for spirits. Love it. Oh, Cemetery so, Illu- Illuminator. That's the one you're thinking about. The, uh, no, but the, the changeling I was trying to reference. Oh, uh, Realm, uh, Realm Walker. Realm Walker, thank you. Uh, so that's great. Dream Shackle guys, awesome. Katilda, amazing. Um, I love Katilda. Katilda is amazing. Awesome. Um, I'm going to throw in Winged Portent into the equation. Really? Here. Draw it's three now. If for your non-company decks, or maybe even in your company decks, you're running the sideboard. But for three mana, you're drawing two, three cards. That's not bad. Um, possibility for more. But honestly, like, yeah, I'll throw it in there. Um, Mirror Hall Mimic, amazing, but more for its disturbed mechanic, where you can just poop out a bunch of clone spirits. Well, let me ask you about a particular one that I, um, the one that I have anointed the glass cannon. Uh, I'm, okay. a, I, I'm a big fan of this card and I want you to tell me your thoughts on it. And how does it like, I seen actually uh, a platinum mythic rank player actually uh, get first place with it. I mean, with the, like an Azorius spirit deck, but I want your opinion on this particular card, which is Dorothea vengeful victim. I knew you were going to say that. I'm not a fan. Really? So here's the thing. This is, aside from getting bored of them printing different versions of Geist of St. Traft effects, it's a two-drop. It's a 4-4. Four, four. Okay, that's good. You have to sack it once it does something. And then the Disturbed Mechanic, they kill your spirit while you while you put it on there. It, it's... It's. I'm not saying it's terrible. It poops out of spirit, but I'm. I'm just not gonna throw it in my company, my spirit company deck. Okay, valid point. There are definitely better spots than Doritha, and I really wouldn't want to put something like one of my lords down to a three of or two of just to run this. Okay, because the, there's a list I'm looking at. He has four Imperial Eagle, four Supreme Phantoms. They only have two Dorothea's in there. Which makes sense. Like you don't want to go higher than two. Like that, that makes sense. Legend. Oh, exactly. The only reason why I personally love the card. Okay, it's a four four. Yeah, it dies. You know when it blocks your attacks, but then you got that big body and the lords. And then you know what? You know you're you know you're right. You get to the disturbed. You know if they kill the creature, it's it's no no hit or loss. They're going to kill that creature no matter what. You so you think of it as a a, a counter spell. But the fact is that you can get a 4-4, like you attack with it, you get a 4-4 spirit that gets pumped up by your lords too. That That's a hard that's a hard thing to pass up. Yeah, and I, I get it. And again, I, I bet it works better in the blue-white package where you can protect it and protect... No, that's the, valid. That's valid. Yes. 
But I, and honestly, I think it's just two things for me. Like I said, I'm getting kind of bored of them being like, "Hey, remember Geist is saying trapped." This is <laughs> yeah. like that. That that's getting a little bit annoying. Yeah, it's getting and redundant. Yeah, I, I see your point there. We've had a, I think a, a equipment, another enchantment like this, and they just turned the angel into a spirit. It's that. And it's the fact that honestly, I think the company build of spirits is always going to be better. He pioneer, modern, legacy, historic. Always better than the blue white shell. Okay. Well, that that leads me to my next question. Right now, which actually surprises the heck out of me. Like very comparable, like Pioneer. There are three different types of spirit decks right now floating around in historic. You got the mono blue snow, you have the Azorius, and you have the Bant build. Is there a like is there a version that got better? with any of these spirits? So here's the thing. Snow, first of all, I want to ask, what have you seen recent results with the mono blue spirits? Uh, the latest result, it was November 17th. By a, it, it, it was a player out in Japan and yeah. basically they they the only thing they had with the, there was a lantern bearer in the deck and i'm assuming because they wanted a better they wanted to add more one drops into the deck so here's my thing i i i'll, I'll personally go into a I'll, tournament and you catch people with their pants down and fly over them with spirits because they're not ready to, for flyers right you know congrats to you you know you're doing good for the spirits you're not, as of right now, and again, I preface this in my opinion and with my in my experience, as of right now in historic, if you sit down at your computer with Bant or Blue White Spirits for historic and say, I'm going to make Mythic, you're not. I, I, it's just, it's not, it's not something you can climb all the way to Mythic with. And that's really where I'm ranking this stuff with. Okay. All right, all I think, right. like I said, if you if you go to a tournament, you you bring your ghosts and you 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 go boo and they lose. That's great. You know, you did something for the spirit format, and that you know, you're you're playing the deck that you like. That's that's awesome. That's, okay. You're winning and playing with the deck that you like. But the problem, but not the problem. The thing is, it's the the big thing with results uh, as far as the. Um, kind of ranking these things is really where it's going to climb you up to. And if you was, if a deck you can sit down and have more wins than losses and climb up to mythic with, yeah, that's, that's a good deck. And I, it's, I'm not, I just don't think spirits is there yet. Okay. Not a problem. No, you, you know, you, you have the right to think, you know, it's a, you know, uh, a diversity of thought is a welcome thing here. So I'm not going to, you know, besmirch that. Uh, what you call, so there was, you know, there was no spirit that actually stood out to you that made a difference in any of these decks. Oh well, that okay. Well, that's another question. Yes, all of these spirits impacted the historic format, kind of bending back to what I was saying earlier about how fluid the body of water historic is. You could have uh, some people find the old, uh, the before uh, Crimson Vow version of spirits. Um, fine, and they don't need to craft these. 
Some people love Cemetery Illuminator and Dream Chapel guys. Some people think Dream Chapel guys three one, and for three mana could just get Pope for one. A lot of people are doing a lot of different builds, and I think that each of these noted spirits that I listed are doing their own job in each in different decks. So right. yes, I think one of the noted spirits are helping the company, the blue white or the mono blue, definitely. Okay. Well, one thing I do enjoy is, is like I love brewers. You know, I'm big. I'm a brewer. You you yourself are a brewer. Uh, I love the fact that people are trying to innovate and be different with spirits like not stay consistent that's one thing i love about magic the gathering in general because we constantly get a new influx of cards that means we still have to not sit on our laurels and say you know not you know wait for change no we we in the spirit community the spirit squad make the change before anything else yeah we haunt people until they change exactly Boo, boo. We, we go we we go into Ebenezer Ebenezer Scrooge's house, cover ourselves in flour and chains and go Aah. look at this. He's already <laughs> look at you, you're already in the Christmas spirit. Uh, I know it's too early. I can't keep seeing all these damn Christmas commercials. Aren't you with Dickens? Uh <laughs> Okay, let me ask you. I, you, you know I, I I I I want to get into arena. I do, but I, God, I I don't have the time nor the patience because there's it's, a mobile app. I, I know, I know, but the problem is, is I like MTGO where it's like if I want to pl- play something, I I'm the type of person like I know the cards I want to play. Give me my damn cards that I want and let me play them. Unfortunately, that's not how the uh, commerce part of the arena works. So I have to probably wait till then. Well, there, you know, there are, I, I, to segue before you get into this next bit, there are ways to, you know, kind of boost your chances with wild cards. If you go online, you know, I just, I just um, kind of put this together. Uh, the whole, uh, if you follow any of the um, kind of uh, wild card mechanics on arena, basically when you've opened enough packs or crafted enough cards, you uh, fuel something called the chest. And when you are able to open that chest, you get, you know, like a couple uncommons, commons, and two rares and one mythic wild card at least. Now what you can do to boost the chance of that uh, or the uh, boost the speed of that is when a new set comes out, someone usually posts a list of all the commons and uncommons from that set and puts them in different deck lists and you basically craft all of them because if, uh, uncommon uncommon wild cards are going to be the ones you have the most of right now you craft all of those and now once you've opened crimson about say oh well he's already they've already opened you know most of the commons and uncommons give them a wild card now they're up the chances of the wild card mm-hmm. so there are ways to work around it but uh, yeah i get it moto is more convenient it's just, but i think people will agree with me that Historic is definitely worth getting into. It's a format that's unlike any other. And there's so many cards that you can play on there that you would never play on Moto. Right. No, I agree. I mean, there's a part of me, just like me personally, just because the fact that it it is on my cell phone. I did download it. It is on my cell phone. Just because I can play it on a tablet. I definitely want to play it. It's just... 
I know what I want to play. Don't make me play the crap that you want me to play. You know what I mean? That's that's what annoys well, I me. I just invite you and anyone else out there, just start playing. Like, you know, if you want to fuel your arena dreams, start with limited. Sealed and drafted, the best way to start um, not only building your collection, but investing in diamonds. Okay, there you go. Well, like but I anyway, said, well, okay, since I don't play arena, you've heard me bitch and bellyache for the last three minutes about it. Um, it on my analytics... It says here that Spirits is a type one deck or tier one deck. You know, uh, what, you know, as much as I like it, that's like, yay, that's great. Yay. My spirit squad's out there kicking ass and taking names. You know, is there any, is there room for improvement? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. There is. And I'm going to tell you right now, I honestly don't think that I, again, I love that there's so many people playing ghosts out there. It's awesome. Awesome. Play. Yeah. Awesome. It's not tier one yet. It's definitely in, in my opinion. And I, I believe several other people would, I know would agree with me that spirits is definitely tier two. In fact, I'm looking on uh, I just went on a whim to goldfish right now. Okay. And it's the only spirit list I'm seeing. One, two, three, seven, 14, 21 it is the 28th deck list on the um deck page so tier two it's not again i would love to see spirits do well but it's missing key pieces it needs a something greater than or equal to mausoleum wanderer greater than or equal to drug school captain we don't have the wide board protection that spirits needs they are little weak guys they need hex growth and we need our kind of hope growing mausoleum wanderer when spirits enter the battlefield and being able to counter it with a big fat body uh, of their spells countered with the big fat body it's missing a lot of keep components i again i'd love to say that spirits is there but i don't want to lie it's not it's really not okay. it's I'm just going. I'll be honest with you, Peter. I'm going off uh, mtgdex.net backslash historic. It says it's the top seventh deck, one point seven percent, one point one point seven six percent of the meta. You know, yeah. And everyone does those meta pages differently. I think Goldfish may not. You know, they not check all the events, but again, but, like, this is you, also. But here's the question: How much does Watsi actually release their information yeah. about Arena? You know, realistically, well, they, no, they, it's not that Watsi doesn't release their information. It's about the fact that um, I mean, they get these things off of people reporting their deck list, doing this, or a deck list from a store or website that's hosting an event and though they're not going to hold anything back they're going to share all the deck lists there's not some conspiracy of like oh they're it's not like covid tests where they're like oh we're they're changing the deck list we can't believe any of the results i hear you yeah so, so it's 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 again it's up to subjection because people every site does those things differently but i i haven't played against spirits once since crimson Vow came out all right. Now you 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 said there was something going on in arena before we started the podcast. Uh, like there were certain changes going on, or there were certain issues with arena. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, I wanted to you know, and I think other people will agree with me that 
you know, we've had arena now for what? Almost three years, yeah. three, four, five years. Really? It's been that long. Okay. Dominaria was the beta. Okay. So, um, we've had it for this long. Why is it that what we're still getting at the beginning of new sets, these big crashes and bugs, I tell you, I went to play for the, the minute Crimson Val got added to Arena, and I started playing. My, my All my be, first two draft and sealed matches crashed during games, and I lost. I had to report it to Wizards, and they did give me my gems back. But it's still like, come on. Like, we're excited to come on and play your product. I even paid for the, uh, the uh, pre-order bundle with the draft tokens and the Castlevania Soren sleeve, which, by the way, love that. It's so sexy. But <laughs> it's it's just, it's very sad to see that they, they really are just not on top of this. And, I, it, yeah, I don't know. Just been flat out disappointing. That was the thing I just wanted to know, and I think other people will agree with me, and I'm okay. hoping that, you know, more people yelling about it will make a difference but probably not okay but. so I, I i don't know if uh gavin varhe or even uh mark rosewater listens to the show or anybody else that is affiliated with watsi but if you are and you're listening to the show let me begin by saying thank you very much i humbly appreciate it and don't forget to hit that hit that follow like subscribe button but uh you know peter brings up a valid point you know if there's an issue and it happens every set maybe you should correct it and uh we won't point fingers we're not asking for heads just fix it that's it and again i get I, I don't design games i don't run any of these apps but i do know that you know when you add new mechanics and things like that unknown things happen yeah. that they weren't expecting yeah. i get that but i don't know i don't know how to explain for me that have a little knowledge of uh, technology. My wife is an IT uh, individual. She just got her master's in IT. So w my little knowledge is there should be a sub server somewhere where they can practice, you know, maybe like in a week, two weeks in advance and testing if it crashes, not crashes. Just, I, I mean, that's just it me. really puts it into context when, you know, Rita pooped its spine out when Jumpstart Historic came out, but blood tokens did so much damage too that mm. really we weren't expecting how difficult it would be to program blood tokens now I, 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 let me ask you what do you think of the blood token I, i'm 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 indifferent about it i think it's interesting i think that having um you know a rock token that you can loot with is cool mm -hmm. um I think it's a, a shitty follow-up to clues. Um, and they did, I, honestly, it, it, now that I'm just realizing this, how did they print blood tokens and not do anything with madness? That's a valid point. That's, that seems a maybe, little bit. Maybe, they're, they're, maybe their goal is to tell you to go back to the previous uh, uh, Innistrad set and you can miss and match your vampires with it. No. Also, that it's like 
it's like it, they they hyped if they did the same thing with Strixhaven and like hyped it as the instant of sorcery set, printed all the Magecraft cards and said, but there's no instants or sorceries in the set. Okay. Anyway. Well, let me ask you, this is my last question for segment number one. Uh, this is a side question. It has nothing to do with historic. It's just about me. I'm going to end up doing a future episode on it. And I'm, I, you know, I've reached out to um, several masters. I've reached out to uh, people in the community, certain people in the community. I'm going to actually go out and put it on to the Discord server and also the Reddit. And I really want people's opinion, you know. I want to know the use of Moreland Haunt or just the Disturb Mechanic. They both is tap one, you know, tap a, uh, a blue, a white, and then Moreland Haunt taps itself, so you get a 1-1 one, one spirit. But then most of the Disturb Mechanics are a generic, a blue, and a white. And my question is, what's better, getting the, you know, 1-1 one, one spirit or whatever you get from that disturb uh, mechanic, you know, like either a spirit and enchantment, so on and so forth. You know, what's better, the Moreland Hunt or the disturb mechanic? So let me ask you, Peter, what is your opinion on it? Disturbed. It, it, it really, honestly, when you first asked me this, I didn't want to sound mean, but I was surprised, honestly, and I really wanted to be like, what did you mean? Moreland Hunt, you, you, you really can't compare the two. I know they seem similar in but there, it's that's like comparing. I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm just trying to focus on this. But like, so Moreland Haunt, you exile a card. This is a land that exiles a card, and you make a one-one spirit. Mm -hmm. Disturbed gives you a whole different dimension of value. It could be a different version of the body that died that does something different. It could be a different type of card and do the like the sinner card that turns into sinner's judgment this creature the defender creature that turns into sinner's judgment that it, it, disturbed is definitely better if we're going it really i didn't think i would really be praising disturbed as much ever but it's definitely better than moreland haunt moreland okay. haunt just gets rid of some, uh, something in your graveyard you make a one one that can be easily killed whereas disturbed is a whole mechanic with a bunch of different cards that have different disturbed things so yeah well peter you're gonna be dis surprised i've two masters okay one modern uh one in a completely other field they were like marlin haunts better and i was like get out of okay. here and then well, i've and then i've asked other you know people who played spirits they're like i like disturb but marlin haunt and i was actually like right now i'm actually you you know the people who say disturbed are you know are either a minority in the community yeah we're disturbed no but here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing it really falls on the base of your question there that if you were to say what's better in modern i would definitely say more than one mm. there's not really i don't off the top of my head i don't see a lot of disturbed cards that could really be played in modern uh legacy same thing pioneer i know it's not legal in pioneer uh but you know if we're asking it that way, there are places where Disturbed is better and where Moreland Haunt is better. But across formats, Moreland Haunt is probably better. And I can I definitely understand why they'd say that. It's used more. Um, it's been around longer. It has a lot of 
uh, kind of ways you can kind of play with it and use it. Um, it get does more than one say just you or your opponent too? No, just you. Yeah. Okay. Still, you know, they try to scavenge you. You take it with Moreland Haunt and take away the creature they were going to exit. There's so many ways you can, but, yeah, I guess it really fell down to how you asked that question. And I guess, yeah, now I'm saying if we're really asking it that way, Moreland Haunt is better then. Okay. Then I'm the only one. So I'm, I'm like, I'm. there's still certain people that are on my island saying disturbed, but okay, you know. Well, no, I, I can see both sides of the argument, but if we're looking at it logically here, it's played in modern, it's played in legacy, um, commander. It's more relevant, whereas disturbed is in standard right now. But you know, that's that's what that's what happens with any card that comes into the, a mechanic like that that comes into the format. Um, and it's in it's some historic decks, but you know, it, Moreland haunts more all, all, all over the okay. place. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the end of our segment number one. Now I want to sit there and bring you an announcement. Uh, For those who are uh, unaware, I'm coming up on my 75th episode uh, probably in the middle of December. So I'm excited. I'm a little jovial. I'm a little giddy. And uh, I'm going to have a special guest. I'm going to have a modern master join me on a show live. We're trying to get all the things situated so I can go live stream on Twitch uh, so the thousands and thousands of you worldwide can join us and, you know, potentially ask this master several questions. And the only clues I'm going to tell you is uh, he's a fishy kind of fellow. But that's all I'm going to say about that until, you know, maybe the week before I might give you whom it may be. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Did you say he was a fishy type of fellow? I'm sorry. Did you say he was a fishy type of fellow? He's a fishy kind of fellow. Is he a goldfishy? Uh, no, but he okay. he all, all I can tell you is he's a modern master. He yes, now I, 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 a better idea. It, it basically, he went to Las Vegas this past weekend, came in a certain ranked place, and he did exceptionally well with his particular uh, deck and his community. That's all I'm going to say there because they really don't want to spoil it. But, uh, you know, uh, he... What I will say is he's my mentor, my Maharaja, my uh, he's my personal yogi when it comes to podcasting. So, <laughs> so uh, th- that's my announcement. Now, Peter, is there anything you want to uh, share with the audience real quick before we get into segment number two? Yes. All right. If you're in the New Jersey area, you need somewhere to sell your cards, buy singles, come sit on the couch, play Smash, or just, you know, play video games, see some old video games, play Commander, come to Platinum Star Games in Howell Township, located on Route 9. I've gone there plenty of times myself, the staff is lovely there, and they have a lot of cool stuff, ranging from, like, old NESs and, you know, retro consoles to, you know, a plethora of Magic the Gathering singles and uh, different kinds of products. They hold events. Uh, I know they've been, you know, starting back up and getting a lot more um, events going since COVID has passed more. So, you know, give give a shot. at um, Take a trip down to Platinum Star Games. Have some fun. And, yeah. I, I love that place. They're they're right now. They're really huge into EDH and CEDH. So for yeah. those in the uh, New Jersey tri-state area and you're looking for an, a hotspot for EDH, 
Uh, you want to come down to uh, Hell, New Jersey to Platinum Star Games, and you will have a good time. Absolutely, and there's plenty. There's plenty around there. There's uh, sushi, Chinese place. So you got your food, it, which all Magic players need, and you got your magic. So exactly. Exactly. Now, time for segment number two. This is a segment that Peter brought up to me, and I, I started reviewing it. And you were telling me about MSCHF, and I was I just looked at it, and I'm like, WTF? Holy cow! They they released a lot, a lot, a secret layer. So, Peter, share with me your enthusiasm, enthusiasm about secret layer. Dwight, I had to get new pants when I saw these. You weren't wearing brown pants? Uh, no, I, well, no, I wasn't wearing pants that were sticky. Oh. Yeah, no, so these are good cards. These are good. So cream uh, cream or white-colored pants you should have been wearing? We could, we could call it, I mean, really, let's play if we're punning up here. This is the cream of the crop right here of the secret layers. Mm. Uh, so we'll start with the uh, cream of the cock, but uh, MSCHF, CHF. Um, I've been playing Magic a long time. I've been play. I played Commander a lot too. So with those two experiences in mind, I know when something's going to be worth money. And Dwight, these cards are going to be so expensive. Anyone out there listening right now, if you if they are still open to taking um reservations for the set, get it. Get Secret Lair MSCHF. Now, hold on, Peter. Before you continue, before you continue, this is Peter's opinion. This is not the opinion of MTG Ectoplasm or myself. I control no monetary issue or, you know, say anything is going to be worth of anything value. So that's what I'm going to say. Yes, Peter, you're right. It looks amazing. Continue. Right. People don't, people already don't accredit me to, you know, knowing things that are true <laughs> so anyway um but really in my opinion i've played magic for so long i've seen art stuff like this uh art of cards with art like this just shoot up in price hell when they used to do the um uh championship cards the dark confidant and everyone who got their art featured on the card um that those those prices held for a while too cards like this are also sacred within commander community and I, i'm telling you right now in my opinion now that you've made that announcement i think these are going to be worth some money okay uh, no i'm not i'm not, not saying you know because i gotta protect myself because people are gonna get like you told us it's gonna be worth something and then here comes the pitchforks and i'm like it wasn't me it was peter yeah, that's all you have to say. and then the pitchforks come to me and then i say i don't have a business degree so that's it but um that was the one secret layer. I'll also mention the holiday promo is also hilarious. They do a great job with these holiday promos every year. Mm -hmm. uh, last minute shopping. Love it. Yep. Uh, secret layer, heads I win, tails you lose. Um, it, it's, yeah, I like it. Though. I definitely appreciate the art. That, I love it. Uh, I'm not, you know, I've never really played with these partners that are here. I like the art for propaganda. Um, so, yeah, Cracks Thumb is cool. Dwight. I almost passed out when I saw these pixel lands. These are uh, bravo. Bravo to the people that made these. These are so beautiful. The pixel snow lands. They, they, they are pretty. They're, they're terribly pretty. Oh, I didn't even, oh, I completely I didn't even notice they were snow lands. Oh uh, yeah. They're snow lands. 
and honestly, I really hope these make it as cosmetics on Arena. I will buy these. These are so pretty. Um, Far Out Man, love this. You know, some cool cards in here and a lot of just great detailed art. That's, you know, that, I'll stop for a minute and say I love Secret Layers, if anything, just for the art that's on these cards. If, if they weren't so expensive, I'd invest them a bit more, but they're, uh, they're just so cool. I love them. Well, I know uh, there, I know there's one particular that you're desperate to probably get your hands on because you're a huge fan of the character himself. We'll get to him in a second. Oh, okay, okay. I'm uh, sorry. No, I, I'm sorry. This is Crocodile Jackson's Monstrous Menagerie. Okay. I mean, the name alone sounds like a grindcore band, so I love that. <laughs> um, and now the one you were mentioning, Secret Lair Fibblefips completely, utterly, and totally lost. Dwight, I love that. They, 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 they made Where's Waldo the cards. Yes. It's Where's Waldo Secret Lair. There's a part of me that desperately wants these, not, not because of anything else. It's just you can connect them all five together, and they make yes. a, a panoramic view. It's just like uh, the Urza Land from I, uh, the late, I forget, I think it was like uh, Double Masters or something like that, that you put all three yes. together, and it's just a continuation image. This is five cards that do the continuation image. I love that. I really love the 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 brilliance behind that and the fact that Tibblethip is well where's Waldo? Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And it's not uh it's not coming out till April twenty second. Wait, but you can order in five days. You can, yeah, well five days, one yeah. hour, fifty eight minutes and fifteen seconds. Thirty day, thirty um thirty dollars I might just I might just get that to frame it. You you wouldn't get the foil version knowing you? Well, yeah, but uh, whatever I get my hands on, but honestly, it, it just sword framing. Yeah, and lastly, don't be cheap. Uh, it's only ten dollars more. Don't be cheap. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, Mister Big Spender. <laughs> get all this money now. Um. Anyway, uh, lastly, uh, the I think honestly the most notable secret layer, just due to all the uh, press on it right now, secret layer arcane based on the League of Legends series that has right. come out. Beautiful art, uh, really cool cards that have been chosen here, um, and oh my god, I didn't even notice this. Okay, so yeah, they're doing the whole thing where they name it a card and then it's actually something else. Rhystic Studies here, Thrandine mm -hmm. here. I don't. My only critique on this is that why only do it with two cards? I mean, if you're gonna do the whole alternate name thing, do it with all of them. But I don't know. Yeah, and then they still have three to be released, and they're waiting to release it to the very final episode of Arcane being released on Netflix. But regardless, uh, really good. Uh, I'm a big fan really, of the show I, so far. I, I'm not one to normally look in. Like, the secret layers, like I said, I appreciate they're all cool and the art's amazing on them. But I usually, when I see them, I'm just like, eh, eh, whatever, unless it's, like, something really, really cool. These were all amazing. I loved all of these. They're beautiful. And they have such really what I refer to as heart-touching Lorowin-esque art. Mm. Mm. Well, I hear you. Like the, the ones that I, I'm interested per se, the Dracula, Dracula lands, really fan of those. The Pixel, the Pixel Snow, uh, Snow lands. And you, you tucked me into Fibbletip. You really you tucked me into them. You know there are some of the um, uh, alternate arts are based on Dra Bram Stoker's Dracula, right? No, I was unaware of that. Yeah, there are uh, a couple of um, 
I'd ha I'll have to send it to you later. But yeah, there's a couple of them. There's specifically there's the Castlevania ones, and then there's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, that that's pretty cool. Yes, that, that really, honestly, really, really cool. All right. Well, you know what? That's the end of segment number two. Now it's time for segment number three. That segment number three is a shout-out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. And if you didn't make it this week, have no fear, have no worry. Peter Valco and I will be cheering you on. We're your personal cheerleaders, right, Peter? I, 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 my outfit doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> well, he has pom-poms laying around somewhere, and don't worry, he still has his uh, you know, letter jacket of... You know, going woohoo, Magic the Gathering. I wear a sports top and a skirt. Mm, I'm sorry. Do you? No, just... <laughs> uh, go on. Don't worry, you will be seeing that image later on in maybe two weeks when he sends me that image, and I will be posting on MTG Ectoplasm Twitter. <laughs> so here comes the shout out section. So, like I said, if you didn't make it, have no fear, have no worry. There's always next time, and don't worry. We're going to be rooting you on no matter what because that's what we do. We support the spirit community out there. So, with that being said, in historic, uh, November 23rd, first place, a platinum, platinum mythic rank player, uh, got top place with using a Bant build. Congratulations, uh, the, gentleman, the individual who used the bant uh deck in historic congratulations and legacy there was no one in legacy but something did catch my eye there was a japanese player who ended up top eating with a very unique build of just sky spirits huh yeah i know peter right like what i, I count that I, I i'm not gonna count it because i always do number ones maybe you know but the problem is it's in japanese and i can't read the the font the the lettering the the nomenclature of japanese so i'm, I'm sorry the, the individual but you know google translate is a thing dwight yeah i know but i i you know but i but but but, but i want to make sure they're they're aware that i have an eye out for them and they're playing a unique build especially just guy in legacy wow that's different so uh, congratulations to that person i i hope uh we get to see more of them and you know maybe you know just guy be a thing in legacy who knows now comes to pioneer uh, november 15th 5-0 and azorius build traft congratulations traft 5-0 with a mono blue snow that's hero Tusakai, Suke. Let me repeat that. Hiro Tusaki, Tusaki. Congratulations. Five O Bant build. Oh Omega Genesis with a Bant. Look at you guys kicking ass over there. November eighteenth. Five O with a Mono Blue Snow. Rosa nineteen ninety three. Very good year. Uh, November twenty second. First place in Azorius build. Yusaku. Nishimura, Nisaku Nishimura. Wow, I can't believe I pronounced that pretty well. Five <laughs> over the Nazorius build, Traft once again. Look at you, Traft kicking ass over there. And then finally, five zero Bant uh, with a Bant build, Edris. Look at you guys, kick your individuals kicking ass in Pioneer. Now finally, in Modern, 
in modern November 19th, 5 with a band build sideshow SC. I'm assuming SC means South Carolina sideshow SC. And then finally, November 23rd, 5 with an Azorius build. Hey, uh, Peter, take a well guess who that could be. Just, just a humble guess. Dr. Queller. Holy crap, it's Dr. Queller again. This gentleman does not stop. I, look, I called you out two weeks ago. I'm calling you out again, sir. You need to come on this show. The audience is, you know, banging, beating down the door. I got pitchforks and torches. I feel like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Get with Dr. Queller. I need Send to. Him a message and I, just say, please come on the show. You need to come on the show. I'm calling you out. You have to come on the show. It's a moral imperative. I have thousands and thousands of listeners worldwide. Like I said, I got Bolivia, Belgium, and El Salvador that joined. Come on, man. I, I, I You know, they want to hear from you. They need to Maybe hear from you. No, no, no. He does. He does. He was on uh, a good friend of the show, Nika Chu, MTG. He went on his podcast uh, or live stream. It was, what was it called? Coffee and MTG. He usually does 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So if you're into that, you know, go watch a show. It's a great show to uh, enjoy some good Magic the Gathering content. So with that being said, sorry, Peter. No, go ahead. All right. So with that being said, Peter, I got nothing more to share. So is there anything, any final thoughts you would like to share with with the Spirit Squad? I just want to say to everyone, uh, you know, have a happy holiday. Be safe and, you know, stick with the ones around you. There's some uh, just... Have a happy holiday. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I got a second there. You know, I agree with Peter. I got a second it. Uh, this is the United States upcoming Thanksgiving Day weekend. I want to give thanks to my friends, my family, to Peter for being on the show. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for being here with me. Thank the, thanking the Ravishing Renata to, you know, helping uh, with the podcast. And, and I humbly thank everyone uh for being safe, being secure, and doing the right things out there. So with that being said, Peter, you know what it means? Dr. Queller doesn't like us. <laughs> no, that's not what it means. It's the end of the show. So I want to say, sit there and thank everybody for wa- listening uh, and potentially watching. So the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's bullshit. We're out of here. Have a good night, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.